What's going on, guys? It's me, Stephen Bagel, a.k.a. the NBA Eagle, your mom's favorite podcast. Back by popular demand, we have not only the beautiful Alexa Rachel Kaiser, we also have her little brother, Drew Kaiser, who was just on his first podcast last week when he was previously on the NBA Eagle. What's going on, guys? Hello. This is turning into an NBA Kaiser podcast. That was always your plan, wasn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. So today we're going to talk about how horrible the ESPN Top 100 players are. And from my recollection, it was never this bad. They do every year. They used to do Top 500 players and would do guys that were like out of the NBA. But usually the top 100 is pretty accurate, so this year I'm pretty disappointed by it. So how I broke this up for you guys is I have the top 100 players written down, and I made my own list of the 20 best players to not make the list. Okay. So I'm going to read the 20 names, and you guys are going to tell me if you think any of these people just, obviously you don't know who else is on the list. But just if these people are top 100 NBA players. Can we discuss that the list that was made is based off of, like, how they project the players to be How they project the players to be this year. So if someone's hurt, they're going to be lower. The Clay Thompson's not wrong, if that's what you're asking. Okay, that's exactly what I was asking. It's Lillard! He got the shot off! Lillard! And the Blazers win the series! Rose trying to get open, fires away! Okay, these are the guys that missed the cut and won in the top 100. Julius Randle, Larry Markkinen, Andre Drummond, Colin Sexton, Derek Rose, Clint Capella, P.J. Washington, Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham, Mikhail Bridges, Lou Williams, Kelly Oubre, Andrew Wiggins, Al Horford, Gary Harris, Will Barton, J.J. Redick, Jonas Valanciunas, and Eric Gordon. Any of those names stick out? So who made the list then? Because, yeah. Seth Curry made the list. Seth Curry's in at 91. Is that because they're projecting him to... Otto Porter made the list. ...be huge on the... I don't think he should... I understand Andre Drummond's faults and... Why he, he did He was the first name that stuck out. He's a top five rebounder in the NBA. He's a top no. three top rebounder three. in the NBA, I mean, if not the best. I mean, there's other guys like Devontae Graham where I don't think he's yet a top 100, but I think soon to Well, Devontae Graham's issue was he obviously had a big breakout year this year, but he was very inefficient with his shooting, which is basically why he wasn't a finalist for most improved players. But I think also to put him on the list, like, he's on a bad team. So it's like, yeah, he... Is he putting up empty stats? Exactly. No, I think he is someone who could stand out, but I think it's fine that he's not in the top 100. I do think Drummond should be in it, and I think Drummond also sucks. 
But he, I get it. And now it's going to be even harder because now you have LaMelo Ball and then Terry Rozier also. So. The other surprising name I was surprised with was Lou Williams. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. won six man of the year three times. And I understand they're projecting his age 36 year and how good he's going to be. But he's still a very efficient player, one of the best six men in the league. So I'm surprised that just he was off the list completely. Well, he averaged like 18 points or something like that last year. Yeah, and 22 the year before that. But yeah, he should easily top 100. Yeah, I just feel like there have to be people. I didn't see. So to our listeners, Steven looked at the top 100 list. Drew and I didn't, so... Drew has somewhat of an idea from what he's seen. You looked at it? Okay, well, I haven't seen it at all. So, I just am curious to know who made the list, the top 100, that clearly shouldn't have, because I feel like these players should definitely be in it. Like, I think Lou Will Drummond should be in it. So, do you want me to read you 90 to 100 to hear the names? Mm -hmm. I'm going to start from 90 down to 100. So, the first player name's 90, last player name's number 100. I know how to count. Patrick Beverly... Seth Curry, Mitch Robinson, Ricky Rubio, Jared Allen, LaMarcus Aldridge at 95, Marcus Hall 96, Derek White 97, Otto Porter 98, Marcus Morris 99, and Joe Harris 100. I don't think Joe Harris should be in it. Oh, I do. I, I absolutely do. I think that he should be right out of it. Because the issue. Like, I think he should be like. 101, 102, just to boost. The thing with Joe Harris is he can actually defend his position unlike most other three-point shooters. And to Alexa's point, a guy like J.J. Redick didn't make the list because he can't hold his position on defense. But that's still ridiculous. J.J. Redick's one of the best shooters in the league. So if... When you're that good at what... at your best part of your game, you should be listed on. Now, like, he is the best. He is one of the best. He should be on there. Well, Drummond's one of the best rebounders, and he's not on there. Yes, and I think he should be. I think he sucks at everything else. Okay. Um, LaMarcus Hodges being 95, I understand that last year was a little bit of an injury year for him. Not nothing major. He still played, I think, 60-something games. But... His age finally started to catch up with him, but I still think 95 is way too low for LaMarcus Aldridge. I mean, the thing is, you said this is projections for this year. It has nothing to do with last year, so even... How long was he injured? He was injured for a while, right? Well, he didn't go to the bubble because he had surgery. Uh, yeah. But, but 95? That's like... That's low. That's really That's low. why this list, I understand they're projecting it, but to project how you think someone's going to play, you have to base it on their history of what they've done. He's going to average, like, he's going to average at least 20. He'll average. He around 18, 19. I just say he's nowhere near like where he used to be, but he's not 95. His teammate, DeMar DeRozan, is at 82. That's pretty low, too. I understand the concerns of DeMar DeRozan not shooting threes and settling for mid-range jumpers most of the time. But he's a very efficient player. He still averages 21 points a game. I understand stats don't mean anything, which is demonstrated by Andre Drummond not being in the top 100. But I think 82 for DeMar DeRozan is extremely low, and I think 84 for John Collins is really low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Average like a, average like a double-double. So where year. do you think these players should be ranked? 
I think John Collins has to be somewhere in the 60s and DeMar yeah. DeRozan somewhere in the 40s. And where would you put Aldridge? Like 60s probably. I put Aldridge around where I put John Collins. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think 83 for DeJounte Murray is high. And I think because, you know, you see point guards that can't shoot. Guys like Ben Simmons, I don't say he's not a pure point guard, but point guards who can't shoot are liabilities. So I think... He should be... I understand he's a great defender, but he should be not just for that. And then, Brook Lopez, 86. I think it's a pretty fair ranking, but he's one of the best interior defenders in the league. He could stretch the floor and shoot threes. Ryan Archie Diagno has a man bun in this current Bulls-Rockets game that we're Yeah, but it's not even a bun. It's like a little tiny... It's a Mike Muscala man bun. Yeah, we're a Mike Muscala... Fan podcast. What about 81 for John Wall? Think about what you would have said before you watched this game. Because the first preseason game, he looks pretty good. I thought going into this season that, I mean, I feel like when you're that athletic, you're not going to come back and, like, not play well. But I just thought that he was going to be, I don't know. His game's like so that, predicated on athleticism, he's coming off a two Achilles. Yeah, That's and I word. felt like he was going to come back playing like an above-average player, but I don't think as special as what he was before. I don't think he would... I didn't think he would ever be like how he was. I still don't think he will be. But, but they're ranking Contavious Caldwell Pope before. No, I, I, I want to say I feel like it's fair just because... Because you don't know what he's going to be. He's older. Yeah. So I haven't seen him in two years. I do think that's fair. I think they could have gone away ranking him a little lower or a little higher because you really have no idea what he's going to be. Boogie's not on there, is he? Boogie's not in here. Looking at looking at obviously you said not to go off of the game that we've seen, but looking at Boogie just off the first game, he looks really solid. Boogie is yeah. He looks solid, but I feel like there's no way you can put him on the list because he keeps getting injured. Like, how are you going to put him on the list when he when has to play? When he tours ACL, tours quad, and tours Achilles in two years. Yeah, I, I think that's fair to not put him on the list. Are we really going to be ranking Josh Richardson ahead of John Wall? Alexa's is going to say, Josh is going to be so good on Dallas. I do think he's going to be. People forget how big of an asset he was on the Heat. And how excited we were to have him on the Sixers. Like, where do you think he was that year as a defensive player? Like, ranked in the league. In the league? Well, if you're talking about perimeter defenders, he's probably, what, top five? Top ten? Top ten. Top ten. Top ten to be safe. Okay. And then on a team like the Mavs, I feel like he's going to... Well, he's going to be picking up from Luka's liability on that end of the floor. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to... I don't think Josh Richards is ahead of John Collins, Danilo Gallinari, Marcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan, John Wall. I don't think you could put Josh Richards ahead of any of those guys. And you spe- especially, they gave Contagious Caldwell Pope the benefit of the doubt in here by putting him at 77 just because he won a championship. And who's that above? He's above, he's 77, so he's above the John Walls and DeMar DeRozans and John Collins and the Marcus Aldridge. There's no way. There's even no way. Even if they... Obviously, John Wall, we haven't seen him play. There's no way that John Wall would be worse than him. There's no way. 
I see my... I disagree with that. In what aspects? I think John Wall could be worse than him. He's been hurt. He hasn't played. I mean, I need to keep thinking that I didn't just see him play right now. But before that, I would be like, he hasn't played for all I know. He could be out of shape or in a pandemic. Like, he could be a mess. Like, he's getting older. Maybe he's more injury prone. He's a guy that's a supposed to have a game that's just all about his athleticism and like that could be gone so I think he could be ranked lower than him depending how he plays but when you're as good as he is or as he was on the Wizards you're not gonna just lose it just I mean obviously you can lose about the minute injury he's not gonna lose his handles he's not, not gonna be able to lose his spin moves he'll slow down a step or two but like, he's still a great player even when you look at it without the I mean, obviously, the athleticism is a big part, but I, I'm sure he'll still he'll still average some good numbers going into this year. What do we think about Duncan Robinson, 75? Because Duncan Robinson, 75? 75. Wow. J.J. Reddick's not on the list and Joe House is 100, but Duncan Robinson, fresh off an NBA final ship, is at 75. I can't believe he's 75. I never would have guessed that. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I... I don't. I can't see him at seventy-five, just yet. He's the only thing he does on the floor is shoot. He doesn't dribble. He doesn't pass. He doesn't defend. So I don't. I don't think he should be seventy-five. Why is he seventy-five? Because um, why? Because they just had a finals run and everyone saw him in national spotlight. So the the media he made it. He didn't get to the finals by himself on a team with no one else. Well, I think that's why Kentavious Caldwell Pope's the 77. He just won a championship. He was, well, the, third, he was the third best player on the championship team, so they put him on. I think I don't think Duncan Robinson should be ranked that high. And the funny thing is, D'Angelo Russell, 69. They almost have Duncan Robinson ahead of D'Angelo Russell. Not even, not even close. How much, how much points did Duncan Robinson average during like, the regular season? It wasn't that. What was it? Probably like 11, I would 11, guess. And then I would guess. D'Angelo Russell, that was like... He averaged 22 points a game last year. Where would you put Duncan Robinson? Like in the 80s? I don't think I have him in my top 100. Okay. I, mean, I was just wondering. I didn't know if he would. I don't think he should yet. Not yet. No, I, I wouldn't have him in my top 100. I think he's only in there. I was gonna I was gonna go and do my own top 100. I just didn't feel like actually doing it. But looking at it, I wouldn't have him in my top 100. I just don't understand why he's in it and J.J. Reddick's not. Like, I understand the hell... Because I guess they're projecting next year on Duncan Robinson's a young guy and J.J. Reddick's an old guy. But J.J. Reddick's an old guy that's going to be playing next to Zion who's going to need him to shoot. Yeah. Zion's going to make J.J. Reddick look even better. And people keep saying J.J. Reddick's going to slow down when... Was last year one of his best years or the year before? The year before. So... Oh, yeah, because last the, year. When he was on the sixes. But yeah. I feel like if the Pelicans can get everything together on their team, I mean, how is he supposed to play this best when they suck? How do they have Eric Bledsoe ahead of D'Angelo Russell? Eric Bledsoe, they have 67. This dude just got traded because he chokes in the playoffs every single year and cannot play when the playoffs. I would just like to make a PSA that Steven is a dumbass and... 
set our podcast in the wrong browser so that when we're recording, it stopped recording every five minutes. So we've had to re-record this same podcast like five times already. Okay, but now we are in Chrome, so we are back in business. At the tough, tough so if anyone's business. impressed how I knew Duncan Robinson was ranked 75, that's why. That got cut out. <laughs> are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> but... Back to my point. How can you put Eric Bledsoe, a dude who chokes, every single year on the playoffs to the point where we had to get traded? 67. So then do you rank Eric Bledsoe or is he out of it too? No, I rank him 81. 14 spots lower. 84? But I don't know. He's a good defensive guard, so I don't know. I don't know. They have but Danzel, that, but Russell. you're just picking and choosing little things about each person's game. Yeah, but... Because if you're not a well-rounded player, then you shouldn't be ranked so high. So then why is Eric Bledsoe in it? I'm saying he shouldn't be. He should be, like, in the 80s, I think. Early 80s. Because he's still a defensive guard that defends well, and he chokes in the playoffs every single year. So he gets a huge demerit because of that. Sergi Barker, 66. Blake Griffin, Kevin Love, 65-64. They're probably projecting either of them are really going to play. I think Blake Griffin should be lower. Where's Sean Wall? 81. Blake Griffin is just not great anymore. TJ Warren, 63. That's a product of him making the all-bubble first team. Yep. TJ Warren, top 63. You're I'm saying? shocked they didn't put him, like, top 20 based off of his Oh, there's some guys because of the bubble that are in the top 20. Look at Jamal Murray when we get there. Jamal Murray was sick. So was T.J. Warren, and they ranked him 63. Davis Burton, 61. Yeah, that's another one. But keep in mind, those 30 NBA teams, so his second best guy on the team is top 30 and top 60. So every single top two guys are 60 players. He's 61. Wait, so, so wait, they're wait, saying, wait, what did you say? I'm not doing a good job at explaining this. The top two You're guys on your team. the top two guys on your team have to be within the top 60. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm, but I'm using it as an example. But that's stupid because if you're saying that's what it is, then they're you're saying, saying the process Sixers, two guys would be in the top no, 60? No, what I'm saying is Davis Botanis being 61 is basically saying he should be the best number three on his team in the whole league. If teams were divided evenly. Why is he okay. so high? Okay, this is, this is stupid. Never mind. Forget I said anything. No, I'm asking. I understand. I'm asking why he's so high. Uh, that's why I'm saying he's high. <laughs> he just got paid $80 million, so clearly the Wizards think he's that high. I don't understand how they did these rankings. All I did, it didn't even give an author's name. It just said, we asked a bunch of ESPN analysts, and Ella has a sock. Who's we, an ESPN analyst? Zach Lowe. Woj. I don't Zach think Lowe, knows. you suck. Whoa. Zach Lowe won on the Bite me. Whoa. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Bobble Covington, 60. Too high, too low, just right. I think it's spot on. I but, think 60. But that means he'd be the worst number two in the league. Now that you understand my algorithm okay. of determining this. That's what it's saying. So when you think about that, yeah, that's how. But do you think Covington is a number two player on the team? Or do you think he's the he's best number, two on number the three? Team. Best number three stretching too. Yeah. You know, also stretching. Tyler Hero at fifty nine. 
Okay, so I that's think, a product of his brain bubble. Are you bubble. sure they rank these based off of what they project? Because to me, what it seems like they're ranking them by is their bubble experience. We are ranking the top NBA players who will be the best players this season. Okay, we well, asked which player will be better in 2021. Voters have to predict what they expected from each player in the 2021 Vegas season and postseason. Okay, well, Woj has no idea what he's talking about. Well, Woj, I highly doubt the But well, they asked a bunch of ESPN NBA analysts. Well, they're dumb because I feel like this list has to be taking into account just making it to the finals. They're going, they have Golan Dragic 50 years. I like Tyler Hero, and I think he's great, and I think he's obviously only going to improve and get even better. But 59 I, is fucking absurd. That's absolutely ridiculous because you're basically saying he's in – how many players are in the whole NBA? 450, roughly. So that's top 9%. That's crazy. Maybe a year from now – Tyler Hero 59 high. Maybe a year from now, though. A year or two? They have Zach Levine 56. But and I they also, have him 59. But I also feel like you could say that about anyone maybe a year or two from now if they just improve that much. But that's crazy. Speaking of improving now, Christian Wood 55. I think that's high for him, too. Wait, is that, a, is that, is that, would that be above Zach Levine? Zach Levine's 56. Christian Wood's 55. Zach Levine... Lonzo Ball, Ball is 54. That's absurd. You're telling me I understand stats on everything. Zach Levine's average 25 and a half points a game, so he could clearly get buckets. There's no way in hell you're telling me Lonzo Ball's a better player than him. And I love Lonzo Ball. But I'm the not, biggest Lonzo Ball fan. He's not better than Zach Levine. No, he's not better than Zach Levine. Zach Levine really showed what he could do last year. I'm hoping he continues to do that this year. And I think he could probably be a top, like, 40 player by the end of the season. Remember we just said that the bubble kind of is affecting all these rankings and guys who play better in the bubble are ranked higher than they should be, such as TJ Warren? Yes. Michael Porter Jr., 51. That's high. He didn't play. After he wins most approved player of the year this year, I could picture him being at 51. Yeah. The 51's high. Yeah. DeMontis Sabonis, 50. Dinwiddie, 49. I think that's fine. Uh, I think Sabonis is a little bit better than 50. But huh. there's a lot of good guys. No, but I think point. that's fine. Like, I think that's – I'm not mad at that. Spencer Dinwiddie, 49. Kemba Walker with his new bum knees are 48. Victor Oladipo with no knee is 47. Chris Levert, 46. Gordon Hayward, 45. Draymond Green, 44. He's really fallen off just based off the Warriors one bad year. But I think that's okay. No, I think 45 is a fair round. I think goal. that's okay because of how the Warriors have done. Jaren but Z that's what I'm saying. Like they ha I don't understand how they're doing this. Jaron Jackson Jr. is 43. Why? Why? I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. is good. He's really good. So they're basically... But they're saying me, he's the 43rd best guy in the league. To me, what that means is they're saying he's going to have a huge breakout year. He's hurt. Yes, yeah. he's not playing till January. Steven, that's my point. <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense. I mean, between him and John Morant, the two of them single-handedly almost took them into the playoffs. They went into a playoff. Where's John game Morant? 30? 31. 31? 31. Wow. I... I, I want to say that's high. Like, 
feel like he could be, I don't know. There's so many good guys. It's so hard to put like a number to their name. 31's just high because it's like, what happens when he gets even better? Where do you put him with all these other guys? Who's 30? Kyle Lowry. And who's 33? 33 is Drew Holiday. Yeah, what about 32? 32 I have a big, 32 <laughs> uh, I have a big issue with. Uh-oh. 32 is Jalen Brown. High. That's high. High. I can be okay with John Morant's rank. I think he should be a little bit lower. I, but okay. that's high for him. I also have a huge issue with 37. His teammate, Marcus Smart. 30. 30. Patrick Beverly's 90. They're the same fucking player. Okay, that, that's not fair to Marcus Smart. They're not the same player. Lou Will isn't ranked. Lou Will is unranked. They have Marcus Smart at 37. That's to me, crazy. what this They have Marcus like, Smart before Christos Porzingis. To me, it sounds like... Who's who's two? Number two? Is it Luca? Yeah, it's two. No, it's Anthony Davis. Anthony, they have LeBron one, AD two. To me, this is what they did. They had a hat and they said, okay, guys, we know LeBron's one and like the Lakers one. So we know Anthony Davis is two. Let's, and then who's three? Giannis? Giannis is three. Giannis. Four is Luca. Four is Luca. Guys, listen to this. I'm so good. Who's five? Who's? Kawhi. Kawhi, yeah. I think that's right. Who's six? KD. Now, why isn't James Harden top five? Harden's number nine. Number nine. We'll get there. Yeah. We, I just we'll get there. I feel like they like picked teams out of a hat when they got to later numbers. It's funny because and they were just like, oh, we got the Celtics. Like, who are we gonna take? Okay, we'll put Marcus Smart. He's good. Because they do this every year, ESPN. And every year they I do read this. Every year. <laughs> and this is the tenth year they're doing it. And every year Anthony Davis is in the seven to eight range. Every single year consistently, Anthony Davis is between six, seven, and eight. So is winning a championship catapult him just from six, seven, and eight to two? But I also don't think he played like a number two player this past year. They're basically saying if LeBron retired today, AD would be the best player on the planet. Is what they're saying. I believe the second player on there should be Giannis, but I also think that if they're doing it off of potential of this upcoming year, I think they can Luka, get away with Luka. doing Luca too. But I think Anthony Davis is ridiculous to put it to. And that shows that they're doing it not based off of projections. He should be like five or six, probably. Maybe even seven. Well, let's see. LeBron, okay, yes. Yeah. Giannis, I'm taking over AD. Yeah. Luca, I'm taking Luka. over AD. I would take Kawhi. Over Kawhi, I'm taking over AD. You could argue James Harden. I mean, Kevin Durant, I have to see him coming off his Achilles, but I still think I put him ahead of AD. Steph Curry, I put ahead of AD. Harden and AD, I think, are about a tie. And then I think AD and has a very small edge on Dame Lillard. But that's crazy. So that puts AD at about eight, seven or eight. Which is where he should be. They have him number two. If they want to boost him up to maybe like six because he won, fine. Fine. Okay, whatever. I understand boosting players like maybe like – two to five spots because they won or made it to the finals. I think that's fair because you are contributing to a winning team. 
but you should be boosted like 20 to 30 spots because of it. No, oh, I mean, Anthony Davis isn't boosted 20, 30 No, spots. I'm not <laughs> saying, no, I'm going back to the other players. Okay. Thanks, thanks. So I have a huge issue with Marcus Smart at 37, a huge issue with Jalen Brown at 32. I also think I have a small issue with Jason Tatum at number 11. They're really overvaluing these Celtics guys. I have always believed Jason Tatum is overrated, but I feel like he looked really good in the bubble. Oh yeah, he's really good. <laughs> I have always been. I feel. I always felt like he was overrated, and he didn't understand it. And I don't know if that was because I'm a Sixers fan, and I feel like he's very much compared and always in competition with like Ben Simmons, but. I don't know. I just felt like he's a fantastic player, but I was never overly impressed with him. But watching him play in the bubble, I was like, damn, this guy truly runs his team. Like, I'm looking at it. I put him number 13. So I don't think 11 is too far off. I feel like 11, though, to me, 11 is you're one out of being the top 10 player in the league. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that basically means. Yeah. Like, you're so close to being top 10 that I just think he's not there yet. Well, I think the top nine is consensus. Is the nine guys I talked about with AD. LeBron, AD, Giannis, Luka, Kawhi, KD, Damold, Stephen Holden. Do we agree that's the top nine? I cannot believe yeah. that Luka's in there. Luka's number four. That's unbelievable. And he should be ahead of KD. He should be number three. I feel like nobody, like... Talks about that and gives him enough. That's the top that. nine. We're still recording, right? Because I see you exited out of the screen. Yeah, we're recording. Love that. It's because his five minute time is not long anymore. Yeah. Speaking of top nine, De'Aaron Fox. Is De'Aaron Fox on there? De'Aaron Fox is, I think, right where he should be, 34. Okay. But Jalen Brown shouldn't be Okay, so him. that was Woj's pick. So we figured out which one Woj picked. Did they pick? But Steven, did they pick? I don't know. Richard Jefferson's the goat. Well, Richard Jefferson is boys with LeBron. That's why I put him number one. And then LeBron was like, yo, you gotta put my boy Anthony Davis at two. And he was like, all right, bet. Okay. Marcus Moss 37. Who do you think 36 is? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Based off of this list? What team? Ben Simmons. If I get the team, you're gonna get it. Ben Simmons. No, Ben Simmons is right out of 36. <laughs> ben Simmons is like top 20. If you say that Marcus Smart is 37, Russell Westbrook is 36. That's me. Come on, dude. Russell Westbrook, the second final 40 games last year, averaged 28 points a game. When was this put out today? No, it was put out, I think, over the weekend. Okay. So I was just trying to figure out with, like, people getting traded, yeah, where they would be. Yeah, so they have Russell Westbrook one spot ahead of Marcus Smart. That's an insult. Dame averaged 37.6 points per game in the bubble. That dude's he is the, I screen. believe Dame Lillard is the most underrated NBA player. And it's well, he only had him ranked number seven ahead of Steph Curry. You really think Dame Lillard's better than Steph Curry? He is being. But I feel Dame like Curry is phenomenal. Did but you just say Dame Curry? Curry? <laughs> uh, Dame Curry would be a damn good so player good. too. <laughs> They'd be the exact same player. But I just feel like when people, when like your normal NBA fan, not like super fan, just like normal fan, I feel like when they think of really great NBA players, I just feel like Dame Lillard doesn't come up like all these other guys do. 
Nah, he's he's pretty he's appreciated. But is that who you think of? Like you're just gonna spit off players really? Well, quick? I just named the yeah. unanimous top nine and who yeah. we think the top consensus top nine are and Dame was in the mm -hmm. consensus. Top. Yeah. Number ten is Jokic. I know Drew will say no, it should be Embiid. I know you'll probably say no, it should be Embiid. I still think it's Jokic, but either way, I think that's ten and eleven. I bumped Jason. I, I bumped Jason Tatum from that eleven spot. Put Joel Embiid though, and I think that's a consensus eleven. I don't think you can put Embiid in the top ten until he plays like himself again. The way he played last year, he shouldn't be eleven. And I'll still put him at eleven. I mean, you say he that. shouldn't be at eleven based off of how he played last year. But you say that, but he's still averaging. Crazy numbers. I'll yeah, start. and and he's an elite defender. He's one of the three best. I wouldn't in the put him at an eleven based off of last year, but since ESPN claims that we're basing it on potential, then yeah. But I feel like that's BS. Tra I think they just rank people wh however they want. Trey Young twenty nine, too high, too low. See, the thing with Trey Young is he's one of the three or four best offensive players in the league the and one of the bottom three defenders in the league. So it's like, how do you, you value a player like that if he's that big of a liability on defense, but he makes up for it that much on offense? Well, isn't that like how Steph is? Steph isn't uh, that Steph. big of a liability. No, Steph's not a liability at all on defense okay. anymore. But like, he was. Not like Trey Young. Not, like not like Young is though. Because Steph Curry could still like hold his own. But that's what I'm saying. Trey Young can't do anything. But Trey Young's still young. Don't okay. you think he could still learn how to do that? Yeah, yeah, I do. Of course. It's always time. But 29, I think, just because of that, is a fair assessment. I think he could be a little higher. I think he's a little higher because they have Brandon Ingram at 28. There's yeah. no way I'm taking Brandon Ingram over Trey Young. Trey Young is better. Even with Trey Young's defensive deficiencies, he's that so good on offense. He's like a top. What top like ten point guard in the league? Top five, Trey Young. Yeah, just he's just out. such an efficient scorer in the league. I mean, he could be—he's up there, the, one of the best three-point shooters. But he in also the was right like now. the only player on his team. You have John. Con now I mean, he has John more people. Now team. he has a lot more guys. Now he has Gallinari and Bogdan Bogdanovich, and he has John Collins, and he's never played with Capella because after Capella I'm got there, he didn't play I'm to see game. how he plays this year. Brandon Ingram, I think 28 is too high. CJ McCollum, 26. Rudy Gobert, 20. Oh, sorry. CJ McCollum, 27. Rudy Gobert, 26. Kyrie, 25. I am the biggest advocate for Kyrie Irving as overrated club. I think 25 might be too low. I think it's low for Kyrie. I hate Kyrie Irving, and I do think he's the most overrated guy in the NBA, but I think 25 is low. He's huh? like 20 through 25. Kyrie's 25. Siakam, 24. I think Carl Anthony Towns is way too low at 23. Mm -hmm. I think Cash should be top 15. Bradley Beal, 22. Jamal Murray, 21. Yeah. Not yet. That's another one of those not yet players. See, everyone wants to know if he broke out in the playoffs last year in the bubble, if that was real or that was just a hot But that's why this list is so bad because – they're basing some people based off of their performances from last year, specifically the bubble. I don't think they're looking at anything else. And they're looking at other people with, like, I don't know. Like, it's it's odd. I Jamal Murray at 21 is high. Jamal Murray should not be ranked ahead of Carl Anthony Towns and Kyrie Irving. Carl Anthony Towns is... No, I don't think Carl Anthony Towns. I think he could play better than Kyrie this year. I think Carl Anthony Towns arguably a top three center. I think like 
the best irons right now, Anthony Davis, Embiid, Jokic, and Cat. I think – And then I would argue Bam Adebayo belongs in there too. I mean, that's definitely top five. They have – yeah. I think Cat and Embiid can kind of rotate at like the number three. Cat is just – Cat is the Trey Young a big man. He's so good offensively, but he's a big man who can't protect the rim at all. And that's it. Trey Young being bad at defense is a lot less of an issue than Cat being bad at defense. Because Cat's a center and he needs to protect the rim. Do you think that's why he's right there? It could be. But again, he is so skilled offensively. He's the best shooting seven-footer aside from Dirk Nowitzki in NBA history. But I also feel like that goes back to what we were saying about just like the balance and like your skills. Like Trey Young is one of the best shooters, but sucks at defense. Covington's so like I think where he's ranked is fine, but it's like how low do you rank the players based off of their liability? And I feel like they bumped Cat a little too like low. You know how that. you know another sign how I know that they were doing it based on guys' bubble performance? Paul George at twenty. Paul George has to be like twelve. They have him twenty just as he had a bad playoff series. They're basing it off of his bubble in a game. He wouldn't be in the top one hundred. But yeah. like playoff P. Paul George twenty based off one three bad games. No one was saying anything bad about Paul George when they were beating the Nuggets three to one in the series. Like, Everyone talked shit after the game seven when he had three bad games. And like we're judging him based off of playing in a bubble. The weirdest thing ever to happen. There's and he wasn't the only player that clearly like it was just a weird experience for. Like you need more time than they were given to get used to that. Zion nineteen. Yes. You put Zion <laughs> ahead of Paul George. Zion nineteen is Insane. He's played 24 career games. I, it's not. That's not even like whoever even thought about that. But top, see, a top 20 but, player in the NBA. But if they're basing it off of potential, and if Zion plays like how he played in those 24 games for an entire season, is it fair? Not top 20. I, I if he plays he like how he did. He averaged 23 points a game. I think 20 is fair. I think that's fair. But what are they playing? It's like 60-some games, I think. Still playing 72 this year. 72? I mean... I think that's fair. Because that means that we saw him in 24 games. That's basically just under half the amount that they're going to be playing this year. I mean, that's high, though. 18 Donovan Mitchell, 17 Devin Booker, 16 Ben Simmons, 15 Chris Paul, 14 Joel Embiid. All those are about just right. Mm-hmm. 12 and 13. Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. I think, I honestly think, see, this might be a bold take. I think Devin Booker is better than Jimmy Butler. <sighs> I don't know. No, I don't know if Devin Booker has that killer instinct that Jimmy Butler has. Devin Booker doesn't. Like, Devin Booker's a better scorer than Jimmy Butler. He's a good yeah. scorer, but he's a good scorer, again, on a team where he. Is like by himself scoring. Well, let's see what he's going to be doing oh. now with Chris Paul with the ball in his hands, bro. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Devin Booker's not going to have the ball as much. Yeah, I want. To... Yeah, but is Chris Paul just going to be passing him the ball? Where did they did they put DeAndre Ayton? DeAndre Ayton, yes, I didn't right. mention him. He was fifty two. Fifty two ahead of Joseph Nurchik. Joseph Nurchik is damn good. He's good. And we saw the Trailblazers completely go from the Western Conference Finals to being out of the playoffs without Nurchik for the year, and then Nurchik came back, and then they. 
won a million games in a row and made the playoffs. He's starting center Rashawn Holmes on this list. No, he's not. <laughs> I think Nurkic and um, DeAndre and should both be higher than where they are. What you said, like fifty something. Fifty two and fifty three. I think they should both be. They played so good when they were playing. So, I don't know why they're that. They have Chris Paul ahead of Devin Booker. Is that a fair assessment? With Chris Paul just made all NBA second team. But, again, they're projecting for next year. Chris Paul's eventually going to have to lose a step. Yeah, but we said that last year. Yeah. Chris Paul looks so good. I think Devin Booker's better. So, they have Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I I don't know. I would be fine either way if they ranked them. They have Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, 12 and 13. Is this a product of them just making championship, or is that a fair evaluation? I mean, who's yeah. better, Bam Adebayo or Joel Embiid? Joel Embiid is better. Bam is could. worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bam can be better. I mean, if we see Joel Embiid fully, Bam like, is just so. I just see Bam making the most beautiful assist out of double teams. And Embiid turning the ball over every fucking time he's double teamed. No, he's down my. Well, we have to see Embiid with. Also, Embiid had no one to give the ball to. I mean, he was also Who's he going to do pass out of a double team to Ben Simmons? Like, hiding, yeah, hiding, <laughs> hiding on the ground crying. Well, now you can pass it out so, to Seth Curry. Okay, well, I feel like for Bam is if you could trade Embiid for Bam, would you do that? No. Not. No, I, I would. I, I would based off health. I wouldn't based off of talent. Yeah. So I guess that's what. Because if down. if I was offered Bam for Embiid, I know Bam's gonna have fifteen year career. Embiid, I don't know that about. I think for the long run, getting like whatever that trade would be, Bam would probably be more ideal for the Sixers. I mean, we do have a young team. I think if you want to win right now, you keep Embiid. Yeah. If you want to. If you want to win, at maybe for years. You take get Bam. Bam, and I think the Heat will be good. I mean. Covington, what'd you do? You look so sad. <laughs> He's shooting a tech. Okay. As I said, Jason Tatum, 11. Nikola Jokic, not. Nikola Jokic, 10. <laughs> That's why I didn't know why he was shooting it. Dame Lillard, Steph Curry, James Holden. Just based off the names, I never would have thought Dame would be ranked first out of the three. They have Dame, 7, Steph, 8, Holden, 9. You can't have Steph. Steph is probably... Steph like, Curry's phenomenal. Whoa. I forget what they did in the the all time like rankings. He's like a top. He was like, like top fifteen all time. But yeah, this is what like, I'm saying. No one thinks of. He's Dame the second Lillard best point guard ever behind Magic Johnson. Oh yeah. Oh no! I think Dame is the ninth best player in the NBA. That's right. what I think. Currently, so you think he'd be ranked above James Harden? No, I think Holden and Steph are both ranked above Dame, and that's why Dame is nine. I think that you could argue Steph Lillard Harden. Harden was so, he was just so good. I think he'll argue Steph Harden Lillard. Yeah. Steph Harden Lillard. Thanks. Okay, well, either way, we agree that Steph Curry is. He's Steph Probably, Curry. Yeah. He changed the entire NBA. He's yeah. probably the best three-point shooter ever lived. He is, in my opinion. Okay. Kevin Durant, six. Kawhi Leonard, five. Luka, Gian- Luka Giannis, three and four. Luka, four. Giannis, three. AD two, LeBron one. We already talked about AD being way too high at number two. Yes. So yeah, I think I'd have it probably LeBron, Giannis, Luka one, two, three, Kawhi, KD four and five, Steph six, 
Hold in seven, AD eight, Dame nine. That's what I'm doing. Fine. I I've said like I talked um, with some of my friends about it. We we change up who's top three, top five all the time. I think that you could argue that Luca is better than Giannis. And Giannis is just so much more dominant. I mean, he is dominant, but Luca. Luca's insane. So Luca's young. nuts. I don't think we. I can't think off the top of my head. But he can't even legally drink alcohol yet. <laughs> That's what's crazy. That is, I'm sure he's done it, but he's Luka Doncic. I'm sure he has all those national championships he won for Barcelona. But I just, I think in the but future, he's allowed to drink there. Oh yeah. Yeah, in the future, he's going to be number one. He'll yeah. be the best player in the NBA. Him or Giannis? I mean, the, the future of the NBA is so crazy, and being my yeah, apparently Zion's 19. And he's 19 years old. I mean, I'm just happy I get to grow up with these. He's 19 and 19. Talent. Yeah. Because the talent in the NBA is just so like. Yeah, we only grew up with LeBron. <laughs> yeah, LeBron, D Wade, Kobe. I mean, the yeah. play styles nowadays are just so like, <laughs> different. I mean, they were they were. I mean, you can't argue with having Kobe, D Wade, all these guys, but <laughs> seeing nowadays with like yeah. Curry and. I mean, even as new as Zion, like they're just so crazy. Damn! Wow. Logo Dame. Logo Dame. He said he's gonna start. Pulling yeah, up. he said no one he said he's me. gonna start pulling up from half court because it's a tactic that he has to outsmart the defenses. He can make them though. And he shoots them from half court. <laughs> he can make them. He's so good. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like the NBA, Drew. Going back to what you said, I feel like this NBA that we're watching now, like your third best player in your team, is so talented. Your fourth best player. Like, there, there's yeah. a lot of really great players. Why well, we see a lot of, like, big threes now. This concludes the NBA Eagle podcast, this episode of the NBA Eagle podcast. Follow me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow me on Twitter at the underscore NBA Eagle. Alexa, Drew, you want to um, say goodbye? Bye, friends. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexa Kaiser. I have a Sixers Twitter account. I do not have a Sixers Twitter account, but um, yeah, peace out. Happy holidays, all. Happy Hanukkah and Christmas. Merry Christmas.